Hello, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Rebel Ed Podcast. My name is Taylor Kane, and I'm going to pass it over to Ethan Salmons for what happened this week. So it's been uh, somewhat of an uneventful week here at South Gray High School, kind of a good recovery week from prom for the students here. Uh, it was an eventful week for FCCLA, however, as Lisa and Laverna got a bronze at State FCCLA, and so did Monique and Debbie also got a bronze at State FCCLA. So a huge congrats to them, as anytime you're participating in any state event, it's awesome to do well. And also a huge shout out to Miss, Mrs. Waggert for uh, bringing FCCLA kind of back to South Gray and really making it a prominent thing here. Uh, as far as track goes, uh, track got canceled for the week. We were supposed to have a meet uh, on Friday at Spearville, got canceled, and it looks like we're going to have a replacement meet. I think they're fi- they found one. I think we might be going to Ashland as a replacement meet, so that will be good. Uh, golf also got canceled. That was supposed to be at Hodgman County, canceled due to weather. Same with golf. and then, uh, But junior high track did get to compete, and uh, Kylie Stapleton once again broke another record. Uh, I would just like to say, if you get a chance to ever – uh, watch her run you are probably going to want to do that because she is crazy fast and super fun to watch so if you get a chance definitely go watch her run and then finally there have been kind of cheer tryouts and cheer tryout practice this week and uh it i think it was on what monday and wednesday right yep yeah monday cheer, and wednesday cheer tryouts monday and wednesday and uh good to see a lot of girls in there trying out kind of helping uh rebuild our cheer squad numbers yep uh, now on to the interviews. All right, welcome back for our first interview with a really nice young man, Austin Zwaggert. So Austin, do you want to kind of start off by telling us uh, what grade you are in and just a little bit about yourself? I'm in fourth grade and... Uh, I don't have really anything else to say. <laughs> you don't have anything else to say? No. All right, so I guess we'll just kind of dive in to, I guess, why we brought you here. So if I understand correctly, you have a business. Yes. So what exactly do you do with your business? Um, people just call my mom, and they ask if we can watch dogs, and then we usually just, they usually just stop by sometime and we watch them. So awesome. when you're watching their dogs, what are some things you do? Do you just do you take them on a walk maybe? What's some what's some things that maybe you do while watching their dogs? Um sometimes we take them on a walk and if they're too big, we don't cuz they pull us around. <laughs> yeah, cuz you guys are kind of you're still pretty young. Yeah. So do you feed them, let them out? Um we feed them whenever they want us to and whenever they need let out, we let them out. So do uh do all of your siblings help with this business? Yes, but not John Lee because she's usually at junior high stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so she's pretty probably pretty busy with that stuff right now. Um, so do you know? Uh, I would imagine your mom probably deals a lot with this, but like, do uh do you know like your pet sitting rates, like how much it is, um, or anything like that? Um, it's ten dollars for one dog for one day and if you have two dogs from the same person uh one dog would be ten dollars and the other dog would be five dollars awesome i feel like those are some 
pretty yep, competitive very, rates very right there. Rates. So. A, those are the best pet sitting rates <laughs> in the town of Montezuma, Kansas. Yeah. So if you're ever looking for some pet sitting, this is definitely the best place you're going to be able to go. And you said uh, they can just contact your mom if they if they want you to pet sit? Yep. Awesome. All right, so Austin, what kind of had led you guys into doing this? Do you guys just really like animals, or what was kind of your inspiration to start this business? Um, well, my favorite animal is dogs, and I wanted a boat to go fishing on, so I wanted to save up money. I didn't quite know how to do it, so then I just made a business. That's that's very, awesome. very smart. I think that's typically how it starts with young people is they want to buy something, like mm-hmm. a boat, like you said. And they, their parents tell them, "Hey, you got to figure out how to pay for it." So, yep, you had a pro- cool. you had a problem, so you came up with a solution. That's very good. So, do you have any pets of your own? Um, I have one dog. Her name's Tia, and she's a shit half Shih Tzu and half Maltese. Half Maltese, nice. Is, do you have like a a favorite uh, pet that you like to babysit? Um, yeah. Uh, the owners are Sean Kane. The there's two Great Danes that we like to watch, oh. and their names are Bingo and Bailey. Those Great Danes are probably just about the same size as you, if not a little taller, aren't they? Yeah. yeah they're pretty big dogs. But they act like lap dogs. They act like lap dogs? Yeah. That's fun. You could probably ride it like a horse if you wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> I bet my sister could. My <laughs> sister could. So, yeah, how, how, how do you... Uh, decide which sibling takes which job do you typically do a bunch do you and you know uh one or two of your other siblings take one job or do you split it up um well I do most of the job because I I do most of it because um I came up with the business and they wanted to help so they they just usually play with it and I and I sometimes play with it but I do all the like I always feed them and water them and do all that. So you do most of the work. Yeah. So you employ in your other siblings. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. So uh, I I think uh, we pretty much asked all the questions we wanted to about the business, right? Unless you had any more. Yeah, that's about all I had for the business side of things. So I uh, uh, with the business aside, uh, what what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I think I want to be a farmer. Oh, okay. You want to be awesome. a farmer. So it kind of runs in the family. You kind of have a long line of farming in your blood, don't you? Yeah. Yep. Um, what's your favorite class in school? Um, I like math. Cool. I like math. Um, and are there, uh, any sports that you play, um, that you really like? Um, I play football, basketball, ba- and baseball, but my favorite one is football. And I've got to watch. I've I've refed a lot of Austin's rec basketball games. I've uh, uh, announced a lot of his rec football games for the Rebel Dogs. And I have to say, he is a super super tough young man. Not not really anything phases him. Really great athlete. He's really fun to watch. He is definitely going to help the future of South Gray in sports. What's your uh? Uh, I always ask elementary students this, but what's your favorite uh, game in PE? Um, my favorite game is dodgeball. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I can tell you that. So uh, uh, I had actually one more question. You said uh, you were saving up to buy a fishing boat. So I take it fishing is kind of one of your hobbies. Do you have anything else you like to do as hobby, hobby-wise? Um, I like to do sports, but I also like to go hunting with my dad and my brother. 
So you're kind of an outdoors guy. Yeah. That's that's awesome. awesome. Is there anybody you would like to shout out, like family members or friends or? Um, not really. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Austin. That's much appreciated. Yep. Super great guest. Thank you. And now on to our next interview with Jackson Kane. Uh, Jackson, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Jackson Kane. I'm a freshman at South Cray. I'm also Taylor's little brother, if you didn't know. Yeah, so uh, we the reason we chose you to put uh, come on the podcast at this time is you just completed your first uh, varsity golf tournament um, as a freshman, and uh, it was at Coldwater. Uh, would you like to tell the audience uh, what your score was and what did you place? Yeah, so my score at Coldwater, I shot an 88 on 20 holes. Coldwater's course is actually 20 holes instead of 18. And the winning score was a 74. A kid from Pratt, a 4A school, um, shot four under par. So kudos to that guy. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. That's a pretty good score. Um, so he got first, you got second, and then uh, there were a couple of uh, – ties right for third place yeah i'm pretty sure the ties started at 91 and they had to have a playoff hole on a par three a tough playoff hole i believe it was like around 160 yards in really tough playoff hole so this was your first high school golf meet but if i got everything right uh you've been golfing for a long time yeah and you've been golfing uh competitively for a long time right yeah so do you want to tell us kind of a little bit about your previous golf experience yeah so when I was around eight years old, um, Coach Blattner and Liz Jantz hosted a uh, junior golf camp at our home golf course here in Montezuma, and that first inspired me to play golf. And I started playing golf for another two years or so. So when I was age, when I was the age of ten, um, my mom signed me up for some golf lessons with Chris Robinson in Dodge City. And then after that, I started playing golf tournaments when I was ten under the golf tournaments uh, Kansas Junior Golf. And then U.S. Kids Golf Tournaments in uh, Wichita. So, awesome. like, uh, did you have quite a bit of success uh, during those golf tournaments? And would you say that kind of helped uh, get you ready for high school golf? Yeah, in the, like, my first tournaments I played, I was super nervous. Um, I wasn't the best golfer. But recently I started to pick up once I was able to drive the golf cart to the golf course. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm not the greatest golfer in Kansas, especially for my age. There's definitely some better golfers out there. Gotcha. So uh, what were your thoughts on uh, Coldwater's course? Did you like the fact that it was 20 holes? Um, I didn't mind it was 20 holes. It just throws off your score just a little bit. But I really liked the course. I think it was well kept, except for the greens or turtleback greens. And they weren't, they weren't extremely nice. But all in all, I think it was a very nice course. And when you mean when you say a turtle back green, that just means kind of it's higher in the where the hole is yeah, than it is everybody else, right? Yeah, there's runoffs on every side of the green. So So if you hit it just a little bit too far, it's gonna run off the yeah, side of the green. Correct. Yeah. So uh um I remember when you got home from the meet, uh you talked about how you were less nervous because you were going with a team compared to your old meets where you were going to a golf tournament uh uh, with nobody else, and you're meeting complete strangers in some cases. Um, uh, and this leads into my question, do you still get nervous before golf meets? Yeah, I definitely get nervous. It helped with the team because it felt a lot laid back, and especially having a coach right there with you the entire time. But um, 
there's there's things that deal with that, especially by listening to the podcasts and like musics and playlists and stuff like that. So you can't you so you can actually listen to music and stuff like that while playing golf. No, or just I, to prepare for the meet. Yeah, just prepare for the meet. Gotcha. I have some playlists that I listen to that help calm my nerves. Gotcha, makes sense. So that first hole, uh, you know, from talking with you previously and then talking with other the other golf teams is always super super nerve wracking. Um, so uh, could you describe that first hole at your first varsity high school tournament as a freshman? Yeah, so my first hole at my first varsity golf tournament, um, it was a par three. It was around 210 yards, and it was OB on the right, which makes it even more nervous. Um, but I just took out my five iron and just hit the ball and, like, looked up to see if it was good. I didn't even see the ball impact and realized it was fine. And then I hit a chip shot onto the green. It wasn't the best chip shot, but it allowed me to two putt, and I got bogey, and I just went on to the next hole. But it takes me a couple of holes to get get my nerves to calm down. Yeah, so you got to kind of settle into the game. Yeah. And just like any sport, like basketball, football, the first couple of minutes of the game, you're kind of out there. You, you come out in tense and everything, but you're kind of feeling out the game, but then eventually throughout the game, you kind of get in a routine and a groove, and then you're just good to go. Yep. I know exactly what you're saying there. So uh, I think we had uh, – a couple of us guys at uh, lunch in Mr. Salmon's room the other day kind of had this golf this this question talked a little bit about this uh, uh, question that I'm about to bring up, um, which is how much of golf would you say is a mental game versus a physical game? Because as uh, when we were talking, um, uh, we were talking about how you know, man, it, it it's got to be grueling you know, especially if you start off bad, um, and then you just got to keep on going and going and going. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How much of golf would you say is a mental versus a physical game? Um, well, Jack Nicholas always says that golf is 90%, uh, mental and 10% physical. So I would have to agree with one of the greatest to play the game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the crazy thing about golf to me is you're out there with no golf cart, you're just walking the course. Like I've never played golf and just walked the course. And so when you're out there just walking all day and 20 holes, walking 20 holes in one, that's a lot of walking, a lot of holes in one day. So by the end of the golf meet, you're probably just kind of mentally exhausted. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of golfers, especially in high school, they might start off good or have like a good middle rounds, you know, but or middle holes. But then by the end of the golf, they're kind of just falling apart those last – four or five holes they kind of they're not playing quite as good yeah so would you say that gets to you or do you say you kind of excel in the later holes um I definitely get tired around the last stretch of holes um my mental game kind of wears off on me just a little bit but if you're playing good golf you can always push through those last couple of holes to see what type of score you're going to shoot at the end yeah finish strong that's for sure so um uh, with regards to, I, I guess it doesn't even have to be with regards to our own course, but like, who do you love, uh, to, you know, just go out to the golf course and play a couple of holes with? Um, my favorite people to play with at our course is coach Blattner and Ron Tuxhorn. <laughs> but, um, there's sometimes I like to play with like Corey Kane, um, um, Weston Kane, Heath Kane, all those guys. The Canes. Yeah. A lot of canes. The They're canes all fun to play with. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, you play with, like, that's a, that's a wide variety of age people. Yeah. And that kind of just shows there is some, there's some golfers in Montezuma. There's a lot of people that take golf uh, 
pretty decently serious. You know, men's yeah. night on Wednesday nights. It's a pretty big, de- pretty big deal around here. So, <clears throat> what is um, what is the best uh, you've ever shot on nine holes uh, versus the best you've ever shot on eighteen holes? And uh, what courses were those on? I would assume they're probably at here here at Montezuma. Yeah. So my best score on our home course on nine holes is two under par, so a thirty four. And my best score on 18 holes on our course is four under par, which is a 68 at our course. But my best tournament score was an 80 at Crestview Country Club in Wichita. What, uh, what golf course uh, have you enjoyed playing the most at um, over all the tournaments you've been playing at? By far, my favorite golf course ever was Crestview Country Club in Wichita. It's... I believe it's a 36-hole course. They have a north and south course, which is the longest course in Kansas. But it's it's kept extremely nice. And you've played at probably – I think I think that course might host some uh, LPGA tournaments maybe. Yeah. And so does Buffalo Dunes and Garden. Yeah. Um, Crestview Country Club, I think their north course um, hosts the web.com tour, which is the tour just below the PGA. Mm, gotcha. So – there's definitely some tough courses in Kansas. Yeah. What is the, uh, what's the, yeah, and speaking of tough courses, what would you say is the most difficult course you've ever played? Um, Buffalo Dunes is always tough because of the rough is extremely high, but Mariah Hills' greens are extremely fast. So between those two courses, I say, are the toughest courses I played. So uh, um, obviously the Masters just happened. Um, what golfers on the PGA Tour do you like watching the most? Um, I love watching Justin Thomas play, uh, Bryson DeChambeau hitting his driver. Yeah. Um, Tiger Woods when he's playing good and he's not injured. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't very often lately. Yeah. Especially with his car crash. That's not bad. That's a bad deal right there. Um, so, uh, you know, looking past golf, uh, what are your plans after high school? Uh, what do you want to major in? And, uh, you know, what kind of colleges are you looking at? Yeah, so if I don't see myself uh, pursuing a career in golf, I would like to get my bachelor's in biology in hopes of becoming a doctor someday, such as a family doctor or a cardiologist. Um, and then... Oh. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, you know, colleges, because uh, I know uh, you did a pro- you and all your classmates did a project recently where you kind of selected colleges you were interested in. Yeah, I haven't really picked out realistic colleges so far, but I have a couple of dream colleges picked out, such as like NYU or Johns Hopkins. But on my realistic side, I would probably go with KU. Gotcha. And so uh, would you ever consider trying to play golf in college, or do you think that once uh, high school is over, your uh, competitive golfing career will be over? I would have to see my junior and senior year to see what my scores are actually going to come to, but Hopefully, I'll be able to play golf in college, but as of right now, I definitely couldn't. Yeah, but at, that's just, you're a freshman, you still got a lot of growing and maturing <laughs> yeah. to do, so yeah. you never know what you could become, that's for sure. Well, I'd call that a great interview. Thanks for uh, joining the podcast, Jackson. Yeah, you're great. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you guys for joining us for our 10th episode of Rebel Ed Podcast. Uh, so for the uh, events coming up this week, also first off, I'd like to say sorry, we could not have any episode of Aaron's antics today because uh, he was busy doing some 
some sort of job shadow or something like that. So we couldn't have him on today. So for the upcoming events this week, there was once again cheer tryouts on Monday and Wednesday. So uh, these cheerleaders, they're going to be prepared for these tryouts. That is for sure. Uh, and then there is also a JV golf meet on win- on Monday at Kinsley. So good luck to all of our JV golfers. And then there will be a varsity golf meet at Southwestern Heights on Tuesday. And there was actually the rescheduled track meet. that So uh, this week's track meet at uh, Spearville got canceled. And they rescheduled it for Tuesday at Ashland. So on Tuesday, high school track will be at Ashland. And then on Wednesday, we get a two-hour late start because of some KISA meetings. So that'll be nice, get a little bit extra sleep. And then on Friday uh, is the home track meet, uh, home high school track meet. So uh, just in advance, thank you guys for everybody that's going to help uh, put on this track meet. As I know, it takes a lot of work and a lot of help from the community. So just in advance, thank everybody. thanks to everybody who is going to help. Yep. And uh, that wraps up episode 10 of the Rebel Ed podcast. Once again, it's a great day to be a rebel. Thank you.